welcome to Last Man Earth. My name is Lex Durgan. As always, I'm flanked by Matt Ralston. Matt, pay close attention to this one. At age 12, Matt was led away by a model agency scout who promised him fame and fortune. When he emerged five years later from his basement prison, he was dehydrated, bruised, and the mere sight of cylindrical objects caused him severe panic attacks. But he was alive. This yeah. week, <laughs> that did happen, right? I read uh, your sounds, That's on your Wikipedia page now. Sounds about right. This week's show is sponsored by those creepy, stuttering Charlie Sheen condom commercials. Creepy, stuttering Charlie Sheen condom commercials for when you want to play it completely safe by losing your boner completely. Oh, wow. Did, did you see those uh, commercials, by the way? Yeah, what the fuck? Uh, the thing about Charlie Sheen is he's not authentic at all, so he's, act, he's doing acting moves in the videos. And he doesn't use condoms. Well, he doesn't use condoms. That's another, that's another we issue. We know that much. Yes. I don't mind the fact that a guy who got HIV actually is doing condom commercials saying, don't be like me. I get that. Like those commercials for smoking where the woman has a whole giant hole in her throat. Right. That scares the shit out of me every time I see it. Well, they've I, been pushing those condoms for a while. I don't know if they were able to get them cleared through the FDA, but, you know, the science behind it, the fact that a condom is the best thing we have, just a rubber tube you put on your dick, is bizarre. And the, I don't know. I, I believe those condoms. I'm not going to buy them. Uh, the hex condoms are honeycomb shaped. I'm going to let the. I'm going to wait for the research to come out a little more on these. You see, Charlie Sheen gets AIDS again. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's just weird. He's looking out like he's trying to. They tell him to look thoughtful, so he's looking out like a window, looking thoughtful. What's he thinking about? Is he thinking about the fact that he has AIDS or the fact that he's getting paid after the commercial video's over? Like he's just I don't not. Know. He doesn't look authentic. They always hire those weird people for uh, drug commercials. He doesn't look authentic at all. Then he was like, "I'm, I'm going to start dating again." Yes, it's right. like, who, who's going to date you? You're the most famous guy with HIV. Yeah, the condoms are only a dollar each. It's not like they're special condoms <laughs> like made in fucking for NASA. <laughs> they just they're a dollar instead of fifty cents. So they're not that like foolproof. I, I would like say pay the extra money when it comes to condoms. Yeah. If there was there $10,000 condoms with 100% guarantee, I might, I, you know, some girl <laughs> might go in there. All right. We wish to contact the show. Hit us up on Twitter at Last Men Podcast or on Facebook also at Last Men Podcast. All right. On to the show. I want to mention before we get started, uh, Matt, uh, we are broadcasting, podcasting live from the Surly Goat in West Hollywood. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I have to pay your overdue bar tab when this is all over, <laughs> but I imagine it's more than my credit card limit. Yeah, this should be our new spot. Uh, this uh, is our new spot, the Surly Goat in West Hollywood. I want to also mention it is not a gay bar, despite the fact that you're here. Uh, it has to be over 50%, I think. Um, and also, some experimentation is good for the soul. Just well, you can go into a gay bar. Like, when I saw the Orlando shooting, it said, I believe it was someone said, like, 50 gay people were killed. Yes. It was like, well, that would just be my luck to be in this gay bar. Be the one straight. Well, <laughs> you and I discussed this. If you're in a gay bar, it's about 7 o'clock right now in the evening having a beer. Yeah. You might be straight. If you're in Orlando at a, at a club at 3 in the morning dancing and there's no booze, yeah. you're, you're really fucking gay. I mean, That's there's, true. There's just no, or you can be a girl. You can be a girl who just wants to go to a dance club where she's not going to be hit on by guys. Right. I always get that. I mean, if you're a girl, you don't want to. What nightclub would you want to go to at three in the morning? That's gonna yeah. be fucking horrendous. You go to a gay club, at least it'd be good music and dancing and, and some bullets. There's some bullets. Uh, <laughs> too soon, I know. Uh, Matt, let me ask you. Uh, I know your shame in life is that you're Caucasian and that bothers you a lot. In fact, <laughs> you're the most white man I've ever ever met. Uh, this woman named uh, Mayte Lara. I've just mispronounced her name because it's Hispanic, and I took 12 years of Spanish. I have no idea how to pronounce her name. Uh, she was a high school. This has been coming out recently. Now I think. Like I, I'm, I'm all, I'm a sort of an, op, I'm an open borders kind of guy. I think like people come in, you get a job, you do whatever you want to be great at something, come, come to the U.S. and do it. Right. But I also think when you break a law, you should be like a little hesitant about like publicizing the fact you're breaking a law. 
Like, don't rub it in her face. So this, this girl's a valedictorian of a Texas high school. She had a 4.5 GPA, which is, I thought four was the highest, but I guess she did higher. Yeah. I mean, she's cheating on her immigration. Might be cheating on her, on her GPA, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and she got a full-ride scholarship to U- the University of Texas. Everything is going great for her, so she had to brag on Twitter about the fact she's an illegal immigrant. She's undocumented immigrant, whatever it is. Uh, is it a good idea when you're in this country illegally, no matter what you believe about the immigration laws, to go brag about it on Twitter? Is that your first move? Yeah, that's a bad idea because, you know, I, I have no problem with undocumented people, but, you know, there's just certain things that you... Especially, by the way, undocumented kind of hot Mexican girls, right? I'm totally fine That's with the that. best. <laughs> it's not something you need to get out there. Look, some idiot that works at the university could pull some move, pull your scholarship, some crazy right-wing guy. I mean, someone could go, you know, investigate your family for being undocumented. I, I don't, it's weird to me because I, I know some people that are undocumented, but they just live a normal life. Um, are these the girls whose visas you keep and they have to have sex <laughs> with you once a week to stay in this See, country? Her brag, I, she, she seems like an asshole because this is like the fifth in a line of her bragging was being undocumented. Yeah, so she there mentioned was even, she no, had nice legs. Yeah, she has nice legs. I'll give her that. Not a face. Everything she not said not was great. Every, no, the face is not great. Although for you know an, an undocumented valedictorian in that group, <laughs> she's pretty pretty attractive. That's true. She's the hottest undocumented. <laughs> Valedictorian I've ever seen. It just it, to me, it seems like if you're if you're getting by on something, it's not a huge crime. It's not even a crime she committed herself. If you're getting by on something, maybe wait till after your four year scholarship is complete and you've got everything like banked already. Yeah, and then go fuck you, fuckers. Uh, you know, Trump or whatever. I got through on a scholarship and I got a fucking UT degree for free. It's such an eighteen year old snot nosed thing to do because you know you just never know what could happen. Yeah, a lot like, of shit could go wrong. It's like your teenage friend who buys like some kind of. Japanese ninja weapon and guarantees he's not going to get hurt by it. He's always in the hospital within 24 hours. Yeah. Invariably, <laughs> the, the throwing star goes through his eye somehow. It just, it's just, you're tempting fate. Tempting fate, I always thought it was a really bad idea. And then she's, then she's very upset that there's been a negative backlash on, on, on social media. Yeah. How yeah. could you be a valedictorian and not see that coming? Yeah, you're trolling people that you know for a fact Twitter's made up of like half 19-year-old retarded feminists and half uh, casual white supremacists. So. Yeah, if we, could only go to, if we could only get rid of half those people, if we could <laughs> get back on Twitter. Yeah, well, the, one, the second group has funnier jokes, I found. Um, the white supremacists, obviously. They have some, fun, some funny lines. Um, no, we should, uh, you know, she's an idiot. If you, if you have that good fortune, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a raised in a culture where if you have good fortune, you shut up about it. Right, like, you exactly. never just brag. I mean, you don't Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather shit. Like, that's the opposite of what I believe. Well, what's up with Texas? You're a valedictorian and you can't get uh, status as a, as a legal... At what point do we give you the status? Well, she's, first of all, my belief is we do... I, I, I never in a million years going to vote for Trump, but I do think we build a wall. And then we have like a door, like a club nightclub doorman out front, who just lets in the hot like hip people. Right? <laughs> like she would get in. Like the attractive Mexican girls would get in. We need it. This country needs more attractive women who aren't heavy set. Mm-hmm. We need those people. I don't care about jobs. You always talk about like this is jobs Americans won't do. America doesn't need more people doing jobs. We need more attractive, slender people. Yeah. So I would have a doorman, like an obnoxious guy in a, in a, in a mock turtleneck. Who like has worked like one of the clubs, you know, in Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. And just he decides who from Mexico gets to get in. I've always thought we should have, yeah, but have like a set capacity. So for every Mexican person we let in, we have to kick out some cracker. You know? Yeah, to like north, up to Canada. 
Yeah. We built another wall and we shoved them out the other end. I had the same idea with fat people here and people in Africa. We just have an exchange program where we send them over on a plane. The people that are too skinny, they stay in America. They get fattened up right away and the fat people lose weight over there. That's a good idea. Have you, did you factor an Ebola into that? Uh, that's a good way to lose weight, I believe. <laughs> that is, it is true. People are uh, do become norm uh, normative to their uh, cultures, and if you were in Africa and you were fat, they would eat you. Mm-hmm. They would just fucking gnus would run you over. Well, that's why that movie The Purge is stupid. I was seeing the trailer for The Purge two, not a movie that needed a part two. No, no. And uh, it's so unrealistic because it's all these rich people like killing each other. Yeah. People from the ghetto would just come and kill the shit out of these white out of these white people that in the upper middle class neighborhoods uh, they would but it's it's a long way to get a, they the built French freeways. revolution yeah they built freeways <laughs> to stop that from happening I believe yeah uh, here's the thing if you uh, I don't know any valedictorians but I, I remember a few they were not attractive uh, if you're a valedictorian everything is going great if you got a full $100,000 scholarship to, to UT wherever it is uh, one of the UTs just shut the fu- just shut the fuck up I mean that's just bragging and talking about your legs and your looks also just adds Spice to the Mexican fire, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, that <laughs> old just, metaphor. <laughs> right. I've, I've been using that all over again. <laughs> all right, Mete Lara, by the time you graduate college, uh, I will have to learn how to pronounce your name. Good for you, Mexican girl. All right, Matt, let me ask you. Uh, we got an email from Ryan. Ryan's one of our regular emailers. I just think I forgot to change his name since last week. <laughs> uh, there's a dude, there's a professor in New York. He's one of the SUNY professors. Uh, it's this new, it's another new phenomenon. A new phenomenon where guys are so. There's a lot of lesbians in this world. I don't know if you noticed. We might be at a gay bar, so we'll we'll find out soon enough. Uh, lesbians, if the one thing lesbians want, in addition to like uh, uh, you know some butch clothing at reasonable prices, is babies. But, but, but lesbians love babies. Or I'm actually convinced one of the lesbians love babies, and the other one just pretends. Right. So it's very much like a heterosexual relationship. Like, well, there's one, like, biologically uh, lesbian woman and then another one that is just real fucked up, and they, they're they the one that wants the kid, right? Yes. There's there's always one that realizes they're going to have to work really hard to pay for the baby. Yeah. And then there's the one who just wants a fucking baby. Yeah. It is very much like lesbian couples, I've noticed, are very much like heterosexual couples in that they, uh, you know, all the, all the, all the fears and, and, and th- problems guys have with having children and babies and families... There's always one lesbian in the couple who has the exact same feelings about shit. Yeah. Like, she, her, her wife sees a baby. What she sees is an extra, extra ship, pulling an extra ship at the factory or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, there's not a lot of parody. There's always one hot one and one that's, that's really exerting the pressure with the short hair. Yes. Um, <laughs> the butch. There's always the butch, right? You know, yeah, heterosexual couples, it seems like they match a lot better. Yeah, we just don't know how much the Clintons look alike, right? They look exactly like the same person. <laughs> they do. Hence, their daughter looks like one of their fucking siblings. <laughs> the mutant sibling who doesn't get invited to Thanksgiving, uh, the one in the home. Uh, so, what were we talking about? Lesbians. I love lesbians. <laughs> Lipstick lesbians, I think, are only in porn, right? That doesn't really exist. I've seen a few of them, but they're... they're Kind of nasty. Yeah, yeah, even Amber Heard's lesbian partners were not very attractive. They wore a lot of big hats. She, I think she made them wear big hats. That's, yeah, that's like they're very opinionated. Yes, that's a problem. That's a problem too. Uh, there's no man around it to uh, strike them and tell them to shut up. Uh, so there's a guy, a professor in New York, donating sperm. So these lesbians need sperm. That's the point I was trying to get to. Right. Uh, not yet, but at some point in the future, lesbians will no longer need sperm to have babies. Single women will no longer need sperm to have babies. They'll have artificial sperm of some kind. Uh-huh. And then men will probably be exterminated from the planet. That's kind of my belief. I mean, huh. we're, getting, we're, getting, we're rapidly approaching, as women have jobs and financial independence and 
the laws are all equal and they have more profe- there are more women in professional schools and higher income occupations. At some point, women who don't want men can just get a sex robot or a fucking nice gold dildo right, and have sex that way or just lesbian sex, and they can make babies on their own. So they need men to make babies still. But I believe that science, as they're always female scientists soon, the first thing we'll work on is getting rid of men. Yeah, well, there'd probably be a stigma about, like, store-bought sperm, but, you know, that might dissipate Yeah, after people will go to Switzerland and buy it or some shit like that. Well, they'll say they're going skiing, they'll come back pregnant. You gotta keep some guys alive, right? Well, then they'll just have boys, or they'll only have girls, because I think most women actually, well... No, nah, they'll use it, they'll kill, it'll be like the reverse China, they'll kill the boys. But don't women hate other women? They prefer to have sons, usually. Yeah, but the sons will grow up to be bassholes, and they won't want that. They'll just want an all-female society, so I think they'll reverse China this shit, and they'll just start burying the boy babies out in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Alive, because that's really disturbing to think about. <laughs> so anyhow, they need sperm. Right now, it's 2016. The women still need sperm. So there's a dude and a professor at one of the SUNY State Universities in New York who's obliging all the lesbian women with sperm. And this dude seems uh, a little creepy. The writing wants to know, isn't, this, isn't anyone going to call this guy out for being creepy? Because they're writing about this guy. He, what he does is he either has sex with the lesbian, one of the lesbian couples, one of the lesbian members of the couple, while the other lesbian holds the lesbian's hand and tells her it's going to be okay. Right. Which seems a lot like rape to me. Um, seems like a frightening situation. Yeah. Or more disgustingly, perhaps, he goes into Target or Walmart bathrooms because the women who are going to have his sperm want to meet in a public place because God knows it's unsafe to go to his home, although it is completely safe to stick a sperm inside of you. <laughs> That's... <laughs> More likely to be killed, I think, by the sperm than the fact he's going to fucking assault you. Yeah. Um, that's odd, but I guess if you're going to Target to have a baby, you, you don't haven't thought through a lot of these things. He goes into the Target thing. He takes a menstrual cup, which you and I discussed before. Neither of us know what the fuck that is. Uh, it's something women stick inside of their their crevice when they're when they're bleeding. Uh, he he tugs one out in the Target men's room, and he puts a sperm in this cup. Then he hands it to the woman outside. She goes into the female Target bathroom and inserts these jizz-filled menstrual cup into her vagina, and uh, like nine and a half months later, she has a baby. Is it illegal to jerk off in a public bathroom or not? Uh, I would think it would be if anyone could see you. I think it should be. Yeah, I think it should be, too. And then here's my initial concern. is like, this sounds way worse than anything trannies might be. Trannies using the toilet at Target? Yeah. This if is you were worried about that... This is quite a bit worse. This is quite a bit worse. Isn't this like, and this guy is sort of being talked about, like sired a lot of children. He's doing he's doing favors for the lesbian community. He's giving these women babies, and he's a hand, he's a normal looking, handsome, tall dude. He professor. He's probably smart. Isn't this still like kind of the creepiest biological story you've heard? Is, I mean, is it yeah. right for men to be? And this, this is not the first incident of this. Is this right for men to be like donating sperm and making like 30, 40, 50 kids offspring of their own? I don't know. I mean, Attila the Hun had something like uh, 100,000 kids or some shit. Yeah, but did he rape a lot of residents, or did he donate sperm in the local box store bathrooms? Probably not. I mean, yeah. if you're a lesbian, how into yourself are you? So you got this guy. I don't know if this guy's like the man of your dreams, but you don't have a lot of guys to pick from, right? No. So you're like, okay, I'd rather have this fucking creep guy put his jizz inside me and just adopt a you know, healthy yeah, right. child right. Uh, that you can already tell isn't fucked. This, there's a, a good chance this guy is kind of a psychopath, right? Oh, yeah, he's, he's... That's hereditary. He's having sex with lesbians who are basically crying while their partner holds, <laughs> while their partner holds them. <laughs> and by the way, like you mentioned, the one getting pregnant is not necessarily the attractive one, the one nice figure yeah. who's worried about losing her looks. It's the butch. I mean, he's, he's on top of a heavyset woman in a denim cut-off jacket. 
who's, cr- who's crying, yeah. and he's fucking hard as hell, like making <laughs> make babies. To the point he's like writing op eds about himself, I believe. Yeah, about, I think he about, wants like, how cool he is. I think he wants more publicity because he needs more women. I mean, it's hard to think about him. He has to go. Where can he go? Craigslist. There's only so many places you can put like. Dude wanting to jizz in Target bathroom and make babies in your lesbian vagina. Right. Well, so that seems normal. We're in agreement that he probably got into this because of the sex. I think he said a few things that may have led, led to that assumption. But now it's like an ego thing has taken over. Yeah, he's got 20, 22 kids. The first five of which the mothers are suing him for child support because he's a fucking dumbass. So. Well, you know, unless you're like elitely smart, like you're solving issues related to like finding new planets and shit. Kind of be kind of a weirdo to become a math professor, right? It seems really fucking boring. Uh, yeah, I guess you got a lot of lesbian tail. I mean, <laughs> and then, by the way, he's tall. And I think he had blue eyes. They're looking for. I remember in, in uh, back in the college days, a, a bunch of buddies and I were trying to raise money for beer. Mm-hmm. So we went to the sperm donation center to donate sperm because it was like fifty bucks a pop or something like that. Oh. Which seemed like a lot since, you know, as the guy said in the article, you're going to do it anyhow. Why not pay 50 bucks? Right. Uh, and they were totally open to everyone coming to do, uh, literally uh, coming to their venue to do that. Uh, but once you got there, they only wanted people over six feet tall who had blue eyes and blonde hair. Oh, it's like a Nazi thing. Yes. Interesting. So that was kind of, I mean, it's nothing worse than going to donate sperm and being turned away. That's just like, yeah. that really hurts your confidence. You're like, can I just jerk off here anyway? <laughs> yeah, right. I see you have some magazines. It's interesting that he's a math professor, I just thought of, because if he was like a history professor, he'd probably have some political thing that yeah. they didn't agree with. He's got to do something really neutral, but he can't yes. be a janitor. Like, essentially, math professor is the only job this guy can have. Uh, also, by the way, he mentioned he's look, watching porn on his, on his iPhone. In the oh. bathroom when he jerks off, because oh. you got to be pretty good at jerking off if you could jerk off in a, in a Target bathroom. You got to be a pretty so. fucking horny dude to do that. Yeah, you know? but he's got so he's got the porn on his iPhone in one hand. He's got his dick in his other hand. He's in the fucking men's room. And he's got the fucking menstrual cup somewhere because he's got to jizz into it. Uh-huh. He can't touch. He can't like drop it on the floor and pick it up again. Who knows? I mean, that's fucking. That's worse. Couldn't he get like a mobile, like a little mobile unit? That he drives up into the parking lot, at least, or <laughs> like a like a van, like a minivan. Why doesn't he do this in traditional places where this type of weird shit goes on, like rest stop bathrooms? I think I think you'd be surprised. I think this shit goes on in Target bathrooms all the time. <laughs> I think there's dudes blowing each other. I think there's people having sex. It's all sorts. I will not walk. I've told you this before. I don't get the tranny issue doesn't bother me. I will fucking shit my pants before I go to the bathroom in a public large large retailer's public restroom or a mall restroom or an airport restroom. It's fucking disturbing. There are a lot of weird people. Go- I've, I've been propositioned for sex on the street in this neighborhood probably eight times. Yeah. I feel like walking to Target up and down the aisles, uh, I'm safe in every aisle. But I walk in the bathroom, it's fucking like getting out in Guatemala. You might as yeah. well fucking be getting naked out in Guatemala with fucking your hands tied behind your back. That's what a Target bathroom is. Yeah, That's the risk level you're spend at. Spend the money. Go into the California pizza kitchen. If you <laughs> yes. have to buy a beer, it's not the end of the fucking world. What you do is you find a high-end boutique. Yeah. <laughs> go in there and say, I'm totally interested in seeing the uh, $3,000 suits. I just got to borrow the men's room for a second first and then hope there's a back door. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good now. It's okay. I don't want the suit anymore. That's disgusting. Uh, all right, dude, who's dropping sperm off on the target? Just stop that shit. I mean, and uh, by the way, I don't feel bad the women are suing him for the child support, even though they probably went back on their word. Because that just shows, we're going to talk about this later, too. If you volunteer, volunteer to do something creepy that makes you a dumbass, you deserve all the pain that comes with it as far as I'm concerned. 
Yeah. If you're making babies, you deserve to. You got to pay for those babies in one way. There's no. There's no free target sex. That's See, what I'm why saying. Is it like we talk about Justin Bieber all the time. I feel like this guy should be famous. His, his life is so much more interesting. <laughs> yes. than, than that of Bieber. Oh, the Bieber's probably had sex with better-looking women. Yeah. Uh, but they probably aborted all the babies. I don't know. That's really sad. Uh, this is going off into this story. This lovely story about a man menstru- uh, sperming into a, a menstrual cup has really gone off the rails. Yeah. Uh, what, what is your name there, dude? It's uh, Ari Nagel. Just stop, stop this shit. And dude, just like the valedictorian, just keep some shit private. That's all you know. Keep it among the lesbian, the lesbian gossip channels. You'll, yeah. get, you'll get enough. You'll get enough notice. I mean, let me ask you. Uh, there is a pro- there is an issue going on in London right now. I don't know if you've been to London before. If you're allowed to leave the country, if your terms of your uh, Megan's Law have <laughs> prevented you from leaving the lower 48 again, uh, London is a town rich with urban experience and history and a lot of things. You can find anything you want in London except for good food and uh, pictures of skinny women in the uh, subway system any longer. That's now been banned. Uh, apparently, we read this story. London is banning the mayor of London, uh, Sadiq Khan, the first Muslim mayor, by the way. So you know he's a terrorist. Let's just get that out. Let's get that out of the way. Or he knows a terrorist. He probably knew the Orlando shooter pretty well. I believe all Muslims know each other, and they chat in the chat room somewhere where they're just laughing about the massacres. Uh, <laughs> I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. Uh, so he decided that uh, there's a group that there's a so that by the way the industry. The advertising dollar amount for public transit in London is like $6 billion a year. It's a big fucking business. All the subway stations, bus stations, train stations, all that shit. It's a big industry. Yeah. So there's a whole organization set up around it, and there's obviously a group that reviews the propriety of ads that advertisers want to run, just like anything else. They look at it to make sure it's not offensive. And there's an ad that ran in the subway featuring a girl saying, are you beach ready yet? She's a bikini model. I think she's been Photoshopped. Very slender, bronze, tan bikini model. It's for a weight loss uh, protein shake thing that's assumed just fake and just gives you fucking, you know, <laughs> MS or something when you get older. Right. I believe all those things are like that. So uh, the, the group that checked the uh, proprietor that said it was fine, Sadiq Khan, the mayor, said it wasn't fine because his daughter, he doesn't want to grow up in a world where his daughters have to feel ashamed of being fat or not having an appropriately skinny body. And a lot of fat women wrote and complaining about this bikini model in the advertisements. Mm-hmm. So he created his own steering committee. Anytime someone creates a steering committee, they're dubious to me. That's just like... Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it sounds pretty nobody, bogus. Nobody, nobody with up, up, honest intentions creates a steering committee <laughs> for anything. That's something like a PTA president wants, does when she wants to get rid of like fucking like the cool people at high school or parties or no booze at parties. Yeah. It's a fucking steering committee. So this guy got a steering committee. They said it was offensive because it might produce feelings of inadequacy or shame for people, women and girls who didn't fit that profile of the slender girl in the bikini. Right. And it's being removed. In fact, they're putting a prohibition on all such advertising across the transit system so that no girl or woman in London, again, should have to feel the shame of not having the perfect bikini body. Matt, I know you agree with this. You're big, you're big into sensitivity for large women. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least you tell them that when you're bedding them in the evening <laughs> on your, your water bed that routinely breaks. Uh, <laughs> Isn't this the worst kind of censorship? Because it's not even censorship based on a black and literally a black and white issue, racism or sexual orientation discrimination. This is actually just a completely subjective 
my feelings got hurt censorship that could apply to absolutely anything. Yeah, yeah, it would open up censorship or removal of ads to just about anything. And then, I mean, where are you at with news stories in that case or whatever? You know, it does seem to be related to the whole trigger warning thing about people's delicate sensibilities. And, you know, they made this illegal. The ad, it says uh, time to get a beach body or something along those lines. And, you know, uh, thin people look better at the beach. I think everyone's aware of that. They do, especially thin British people. Have you ever seen a fat British person at the beach? Just go the other way. Turn I've the never other seen way. a British beach, I don't think. No, they don't. That's true, too. <laughs> that actually should make people feel worse than anything. Yeah. I'd be ashamed about a fucking island where there's no beaches. That could be an island and have no beaches. But, I mean, how would that? how is that a lot different from, I don't know, there's some billboard of Christina Aguilera up in London and she's promoting a show and someone says you gotta take it down because I'm not as thin as her and I'm threatened by her by her tits are you asking me now or is that you telling me something are you threatened by it was just interesting that in the it could be it could literally be anything that made people especially well let's say when we say people let's say put it precisely it's women right men aren't gonna have any any right to complain about women. thin women are going around doing cool things with yeah their lives. they're buying bikinis yeah. fat women are upset that they can't buy bikinis and so they bikini a bikini model on the on the subway and they write a complaint letter then some dude who's pandering to them says I have two daughters even though as you mentioned they're not fat at all no <laughs> so people, whenever people use their daughters as an example, you know it has nothing to do with the daughters whatsoever. Right, right. Uh, they might feel a sense of shame from seeing these photos. I mean, this is like, this is the worst kind of, in my mind, This is the first of all, this is a government agency, so it's not even like a private organization like choosing not to run a certain ad. This is the government deciding that this, sens- this rises to the level of impropriety because people's feelings are hurt. That has never been the standard, hurt feelings has never been the standard before. For censorship or prohibition, yeah, and you know it's fucking it's England, so we don't give a shit. But let's face it, it's, it's happening to save spaces here in the U.S. on college campuses. You know, a lot of comedians, I'm sure, won't work college campuses anymore because of political correctness is run amok, and they feel it's not. You know, they're actually for fear of like being banned or challenged or not being allowed to do the sets they want to do for fear of being, uh, you know, lambasted by the you know student groups and things like that. We live yeah. in a we live in rough times, don't we? Rough, fat woman times. Yeah, and interestingly, in that, in the mayor's language, he said we need to make sure no one, I'm paraphrasing, but no one has their feelings hurt, especially women. So, like, you're never going to have equality if you're creating this protected class of people. You know, you're essentially insinuating that women can't handle things as well as men can. Or they get, emo- they get emotionally traumatized by things, or they can't... You're right, it's all the things that women... I say is bullshit when talking about like military service. Yeah, this is what he's complaining that women are weak. They're a weaker sex. So they're a weaker gender. Yeah, and I'd be curious to know how many women. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people got on Twitter and said, you know, this is bogus or whatever. But how many people are we talking about? I mean, it's not like most fat women are really offended by a chick in a bikini. Uh, I think I, I believe they feel sh- inadequate or ashamed. I believe that part. But right. the fact they would publish make a statement about it. Now, here's the thing that bothers me. I just read a stat. When you, I know you always think I'm going off the deep end when I talk about how censorship is going to overtake the country and things like that. Uh, there are now 40% of the U.S. is now ob- uh, women are obese. Right. So that's a very large voting block. So I always look at, like, you know where people, like, fight, minorities fight for rights? You can always kind of, like, laugh at them as I do. Uh, because whatever they say, nothing's going to happen unless they have political power or money, right? 
Well, 40% of the female population in the U.S. now is fat. It has, some of them have a lot of money. It's a lot of buying power. Right. They're going to get shit passed. They're going to, people are going to respond to them and their, and their desires to feel unhurt. Yeah, but they're still never going to change the fact that no one wants to fuck you. I mean, no, that can't change. Sadly for for myself, I understand that's just never going to change. But you can make it so you can't say do fat jokes anymore in public or on TV. How about that? How do you feel about that, jokester? Well, I mean, with TV, that's already sort of happening. Everything's it's pretty arbitrary because then you'll see something really offensive on TV, and it's like, which which is it? Like, I don't even know what's going on anymore, but. So women are more obese than men, according to the obesity standards. There are. Uh, America is extremely fat, but there are more technically more fat women than guys. So even if every, I figure this out, even if every fat person paired up together, male and female, you'd still have a large number of fat women who were totally left out of the equation. <laughs> those are, I know, I think about these things. And those are the women who are going to fucking march on Congress like a million fat women army. March. Well, they're not going to do a lot of marching. Yeah, they can't. More. They scooters, like a hover, <laughs> fucking hover around, yeah. circle the Capitol and hover around, something like that. I honestly, they have a lot of political and fat people have a lot of just like the seniors took over and started like making laws for seniors, right? Because ARP got together and they realized fucking we all vote and we all have like extra fucking pension money lying around. You know, every politician has to cow cow to the seniors, and pretty soon it's going to be fat women, and they're going to say you can't make fun of fat people anymore. Or you can't yeah. sell skinny. You can't advertise skinny girl bikinis. Have to come in these sizes that don't ever fit anybody. Right? You know, There's got to be like a quota. Like a certain amount of ads have to feature people that are overweight or something. Yeah, I mean we're getting there. I think with things that actually might make sense. I mean like racial discrimination, and so forth. They do the numbers like in Hollywood. Who's working in Hollywood? Who's not? At some point, they're either going to pressure people or just legislate the fact there has to be a quota. Yeah. They've done it in the past. It's happened in the past with state schools and colleges and things like that. They've had, actually, quotas. It's going to happen with fat people pretty soon. And, and damn it, why won't they just die like they used to? <laughs> Can you well, imagine? I mean, this is fucking, like, political correctness is, like, horrible. But this is actually, like, one where it's not an immutable quality. These are, fat, these are unhealthy people. I think it's a good theory, but when I think of fat people, I think a lot of... Mostly sexual, sexually a lot, right? Of course. Yes. Mostly, you know, wealthy, wealthier people, people that vote, people that are informed on shit, you know, they're not usually morbidly obese. They are sometimes, but I'm thinking this is more of the trailer park crowd. Um, I don't know how it works in London. I feel like you're discriminating against fat people. I call them trailer park people. <laughs> I think our trailer parks in London. They live by the, down by the river or something like that. I just this this story bothered me more than any story we covered in a long time because it is just gross government censorship for no apparent reason other than hurt feel other than the by the way it's the intuited feelings that someone might be hurt uh, someone in the collective might be hurt it's not even like there's actionable you know someone didn't collapse someone collapsed like in front of the subway and died that would, <laughs> that would be awesome for one that'd be awesome but two at least you'd have a story like this is actually hurting people this yeah. is it's just entirely emotional. Implied emotional feelings. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what else they pursue. Assuming that this sort of ban on advertising is held up, or, or it's like an executive order. I don't quite understand what's happening, but you know, will they start pushing for stories in the new? This is the the trigger warning phenomenon. It's the same exact thing. Um, Positive stories about effect. well, like the model, the damn model, the obese model who was talking about how her doctor said she was so healthy. Mm-hmm. Are you going to see more of that? Is it more of that bullshit? Like, and like, it has to be in part of the newspapers about how women of all sizes can have babies healthy. You know, healthy. I guess so because she was lying and she's... she had the baby. By the way, 
I wish I could remember the name. I want to send a salad bowl. Great, great barrel. It has to be large. Like a, maybe not a salad bowl is not appropriate for her. <laughs> like a, a meat a meat tray, some kind of. Yeah, a meat grinder or something. She's eating a lot of salads. All right, I'm out of fat jokes. Uh, we're about to be arrested by the Islamic, Islamic mayor of London. All right, Matt, let me ask you. Uh, Orlando happened. Are you aware of this? Saw some stuff about it on social media. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, they, they mentioned today that the guy was casing Disney World mm-hmm. and the gay nightclubs. And honestly, he was casing the gay nightclubs a little harder because that's where he enjoyed being more than Disney He was World. doing some pretty serious casing to the point yes. of, uh, he was like blowing dudes he to was, make sure. He was sucking some cases. A lot of witnesses have come out, by the way, say he was talking to them about being gay and all that kind of stuff. Regular club attendees. And that's for that, our discussion about latent homosexuality is for another show. I don't want Brian to start crying. Uh, <laughs> but clearly, I think you and I both knew within about 20 minutes that it was a gay, he was a secretly gay guy. Right. That's the only person who hates gay people enough to actually go shoot them for no apparent reason. Uh, I, you know, Islamic, Islamic radicalism doesn't get you to shoot gay people. Does that mean that everyone at Disneyland is gay? Based no, on that's that why logic? I think he shot up the uh, shut up Paul's. He was he spotted casing Disney Disney World. I think he was tried to find the two gayest places he could find, and the, the gay bar was slightly less gay. Than, <laughs> it was closed. Slightly gay. It was, was, it was also three in the morning. Disneyland Disney World was closed. If he had he done this massacre people at Disney World, I think we would have just nuked the Middle East at this point. Right. People hold Disney World pretty sacred in this country. Yeah. Uh, less so gay people clubbing at 3 in the morning. People yeah, don't want yeah. to talk about it because all the Republicans are talking about how, how heinous this is because it was ISIS or Islamic-inspired. But secretly, most of them are kind of like, yeah, okay, like, like 50, 50 people are killed? 50 gay people? Uh, yeah, like, all right, that happened. What's next? It's, it is weird that there is, you know, obviously it was a gay club, but you wouldn't say like a, like a straight bar was, you know. Yeah, you're, you seem very concerned about this issue of like where you're go, what bars you're going to, how they're labeled. Yeah, I just assume a bar is a bar and then there's gay bars. I understand what you're saying that you should have to announce that you're heterosexual if you're heterosexual. <laughs> that would only be fair. Right. But I think for the time being, in 2016, that if you're gay, you say you're gay. If you're not gay, you just don't say anything. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I mean, there's less gay bars than regular bars. So I feel that way. And also guys would freak out if they walk into gay bars by accident, as I've done in Greenwich Village before. <laughs> it's the first thing you notice is, is that like you're, the people are very friendly towards you. That's the first thing. That's the first thing I remember is that, like people seem like really happy that you're there. And like that never happens at a bar when I walk in. Like, yeah. People look at you like kind of like not even hitting on you, just kind of look at you like and smile like. All right, like you're and they here. appear right. to have like no laws, like <laughs> sexual assault, groping is totally fine. Oh yeah, uh, roofing yeah. is encouraged, I believe. I was in a place and there was a door. And I said, "What? What's in behind that door?" And the guy said, "You don't want to know." Now, the, the, uh, by the way, if someone says that, don't don't How's go that behind the health code. Don't though? go behind the door. <laughs> don't go behind the door. That's just all I know in life. If someone says you don't know what's going on there, you don't you don't want to know. No, I still don't know. Fucking curious going. people always have to fucking open that door and find out. That's that's like the fucking opening opening monologue. They come out five years later with fucking rectum sores. You don't yeah. want to don't go behind the door. Just go go back and order a straight drink from the bar. <laughs> don't get the Tom Collins and watch so, him pour it. It's a, it's a yeah exactly. Uh, so what happens? In Orlando, all the people got killed. That happened, and immediately, as of course with any massacre. Uh, celebrities have to get involved by putting themselves first and foremost on social media discussing what went on. And then this happens obviously when Ali dies or anyone dies, they put pictures of themselves with the person, talked about how that per- David Bowie changed their life, whatever it is. Prince like spoke to them when they were 20 and got them off drugs, and, and now they're like you know the CEO of some hospital organization, whatever it is. 
Madonna posted a picture of herself saying she was, you know, don't hate gays. Everyone's putting themselves in the middle of this Orlando thing. Lady Gaga was reading off the names of the, of the deceased and crying because I think the parents didn't ask for that to happen. <laughs> like, did you ask for permission for that? Or did you start doing impromptu, just reading the names off of people's dead children? Uh, isn't this the actual worst, the most sickest form of public, self-publicity? Yeah, it is. I, I don't know. It's hard because I just, you know, Facebook is stupid, and I'll go on there and occasionally browse around, but... You know, I, I guess I know people were really hurt by what happened, and they wanted to express their solidarity, but none of it really uh, is going to change the fact that uh, there's guys that want to kill a bunch of gay people, is it? No, or just kill people in general, or that we're going to get rid of I like that someone I, I know wrote, it's time It's time to repeal the Second Amendment. And then we were like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's... We going have, to happen. We have the same friend. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I know her. I saw, I, I'm like, yeah, that's, ah, finally, somebody has an answer. Like, I'm thinking, like, all this gun violence, we just repeal the Second Amendment, and we're, we're fucking done. Why did someone think of this before? It was just this one sentence this entire time that we, yeah. we needed. Yeah, or we, we need to stop hatred of gays. Right. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I was, like, thinking, like, that Michael 50-50 in the poll. <laughs> like, it's just... All these things, and when I guess, I guess, so I guess what I'm saying is, non-celebrities do this bullshit too. They put themselves in the center of this uh, with useful symbolic gestures. But when celebrities do it, it's really disgusting because they have 20 million followers. And instead of like, you know, they have to change, they have to make it about themselves. And I understand you don't rise to the level of being a superstar unless you got a big fucking ego, right? But you know, when people die, isn't that like? I remember the Kardashians going down when Haiti had the earthquake. They landed on a helicopter for like two hours and passed out like fucking jewelry or something and then flew, flew away. It's just yeah. a work. Some of those people deserve to die themselves. Those people have no souls, but I, I don't know. I would almost Why couldn't they be gay clubbing in Orlando? I'm on a case-by-case basis. Like, I don't have a problem with you writing, oh, this is sad. Um, I do think that while it is an unfortunate volume of, of everything about it, it's unfortunate, but there's more dangerous shit that happens uh, every day. I mean, no one no one mentions the drone strike program that's taking out people every no. single day. No, that's overseas, um, by the way. No one mentions all the people being killed in Chicago every single day. The 270 people killed in Chicago. Not that that makes Orlando any less bad. Right. It's just, we have this high, we discussed this, we have this hierarchy of, like, tragedies. And depending on who, I mean, I know, I don't buy into a lot of the, especially the black and white sort of conspiracy theories. But when black people say when white people get killed, it's a lot worse than the, the media. That's absolutely positively the case. Yeah. I mean, even when like when a little white, cute white kid goes missing, like the whole country's looking for him. When like a black girl goes missing, they're like, yeah, it's too bad for her. She should have been away. Like her parents should have looked after her better. It's well, just... even like a, a black lion, I guess he's from Africa. I don't know how. That, he looked more like my color, but maybe the, the lion is more, you know, white. I don't know. But uh you're saying the black lions are not cared about either when they slaughter them? I'm just saying that lion got a lot more attention than, like, Tamir Rice got. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, the, the, the lion that the dentist shot over in Africa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The hierarchy starts with Disney cute animals. Yeah. Anytime someone, anytime, I mean, there's like, anytime someone hurts a, a dog or a lion or a, a, a cute animal of any kind, a giraffe, there's just millions of people ready to savagely kill that person. Yeah. They don't give a shit. And then it goes on down to, like, uh, cute, blonde-haired white people. And then at the very bottom are poor black people. It's just like, you know, somewhere down there is probably gay people too. Yeah. Uh, but at least the gay people have other gay people to look out for them. And there's some very rich and powerful and media, media uh, senior executives in media who are gay. So at least you have Anderson Cooper crying for you. 
When you're pouring black, nobody cries for you. When you there's, just, there's nobody there. No. There's not been a national... They've been covering the Orlando shooting for 72 hours straight. There has not been anything close to that in the Chicago with all the Chicago murders this year. Nothing. Yeah, and I mean, in Ferguson and, and Listen to my liberal I mean, chops, by the way. How <laughs> about this? Ferguson got covered only because it was like a... There was unrest. There was, I mean, they love a pro... They love a fucking riot. News loves a riot. But just dead, black... And they're mostly gang members, I understand, or drug dealers. But they're all being slaughtered, basically, and, and nobody seems to care. Well, overseas, I, th- I think the stats, uh, 60% of the people have nothing to do with, they're not even affiliated with uh, these terrorist groups, no. which, you know, the whole thing's been orchestrated on purpose to have a reason to kill people, but... They're not um, allowed to take ecstasy and dance till four in the morning. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> they don't have that, which makes, they have some good ideas. By the way, as long as now that you're making jokes about the Orlando dead people, uh, I want to say, I didn't under- know there were 2,500, they said there's 2,500 people in the club. In Orlando at 3 in the morning. I did not know there was that many gay people in Central Florida. That just confirms my belief that there are just gay people everywhere we don't know about. Orlando's pretty gay. I know. That, I mean, Disney's there and all that stuff is there. Someone's in the costumes and dancing at the shows. <laughs> but 2,500 people in a gay club in the middle of Florida? That's a lot, actually. That's a lot. I mean, that's not only is that a lot, that seems like if you're that dude, that's your target. There's just nowhere. I mean, that's like a fucking, that's the, the Hitler's bunker, right? I didn't realize it was that big of a place that you could fit 2,500 people into one It might place. have been during the course of the evening. They listed as the, as the attendants. Oh, right. That's a lot of gay dancing people. Yeah. So, and also, just, you know, not a single one, of course. They're the, the only 2,500 people in Florida not packing a gun <laughs> was the gay club in Florida. I mean, it's the softest of fucking soft targets. Yeah. You couldn't go to a trailer park in Florida and start shooting shit up. You'd be dead within 13 seconds. Well, you can't bring guns into bars, I don't think. No. Um, I don't think he asked for permission. So, <laughs> I think the ISIS, by the way, how many lately gay people you know, self hating gay people you know, like take up religion? It's like, that's the thing, right? That's the giveaway. Yeah. Scientology or ISIS shit or stuff like that. Some kind of religious, Tom Cruise. It's some it's kind pretty of, high, especially if you get into it later around your teenage years, your early 20s. Yeah, you're not happy. That guy was. Uh, but his dad was like some cleric type guy. No, nah, just Muslim dude, not a cleric. Not all Muslims <laughs> are clerics. Muslims do shoot people, but not all are clerics. He uh, declared himself the president of Afghanistan, his father. He was a strange, sort of a strange dude. These guys all have the same, these guys sort of are the Boston guys. They all have the same sort of pathology where they have these fucking dick dads or whatever it is. And they sort of want to out dick their own dads. Right. And also they can't talk about how gay they are because they're Islamic and they, you know, they kill gay people. Uh, I just think it'd be so easy. Well, this guy was, gay. like, this guy did gay shit, right? Yes, he did. He did gay shit. Yeah. He didn't apologize. I, I thought he was going to do some sort of, when he called 911 say he was sorry for his gay stuff before he went to go meet Allah. Right. Because I don't think he'd get the virgins if you've been sucking dick on, on this, in this world. I mean, to that, st- I know he's crazy, but it seems like we could have reached him on this and been like, yeah, well, which is it? You've already disqualified yourself yes. pretty severely. You get nothing in the afterlife. If, in the Muslim afterlife, if you've been fucking a lot of dick at Orlando clubs, yeah. you get you get nothing, dude. So why don't you just go gay? Yeah, or just shoot at fucking Disney World. This wouldn't take the kids there for a while. By the way, what's this conversation with his wife? She's like, yeah, so I knew he was going to do it, and I told him not to. <laughs> why, not- why has she not been arrested yet? Uh, she is a person of interest. I you would mean, think so. So, like, if, you're, if, you're, if your husband says he's going to go shoot up a gay nightclub, uh, I'd be mean, like, yeah, well, he doesn't get out very often. I mean, this is kind of, he's, you know, plus he beats me when he's home. Right. Don't fucking go out and have, have his fun, you know? 
You're like, well, you probably shouldn't, but, you know, wear, wear a jacket. It's amazing. I think after you've been married for a while, like, you'll just let anything go. Just tune shit out. Hey, yeah, just half of you can watch your shows on TV that night. <laughs> I can watch you know, Gilmore Girls where you watch Power Watch and fucking, you know, Sex in the City or something like that while he's off killing people at the gay club an hour and a half away. By the way, if you, just another sign. If you go to a gay club that's an hour and a half, two hours away from where you are, you're definitely on the down low. <laughs> that's just a long way to fucking drive to find a fucking blowjob. Yeah. I mean, you live in you live in St. Lucie, Florida, wherever it is. I'm sure there's fucking dudes around the fucking ports that, where you can get your business done. If you're driving two hours away, you don't want to be seen by anybody. Yeah, or they, probably everyone just thought he was a cop. I'm sure he could have got a blowjob closer to his house. I think he pretended to be a his, He hung out with cops all the time, and he pretended to be a cop. Huh. I think that was his thing, too, which probably worked pretty well in terms of the gay clubs. In Florida, it would work to pretend to be a cop. Probably not around here as much. No, not so much. Everything works in Florida. Hi, uh, gay Muslim uh, Orlando Massacre. You're second only on our shit list to uh, Madonna and other people taking, trying to get involved in the fucking weeping action over you killing people. I just every time I see that, it just bothers me. And they don't, you know, it's it's really hard to make fun of people who have no sort of humility. Like the problem, you know, they just don't bother. They don't care what you're saying about them. Yeah. But this is, you know, why don't shoot up those people? If you're gonna shoot, like someone has to get shot, right? Yeah. Shoot up, shoot up, fucking Madonna. That's not a, that's not an order, by the way. The guy can <laughs> All right, Matt, let me ask you. Um, we have an email from Andy. Andy is a... Uh, this is the first time emailer, Andy. Uh, I'm going to mention again, by the way, we're at the Surly Goat in West Hollywood. If anyone wants to come by, we have a few spaces left. <laughs> a little bit of a crowd. Uh, you can meet Brian and Matt and myself. Uh, Surly Goat in West Hollywood on Santa Monica Boulevard. On the edge, by the way, the edge of Boys Town. Yeah. So I thought it first said edging. Edging in Boys Town. <laughs> I was having some qualms about that. Uh, an awesome bar. Uh, Andy wants to know, uh, Meg Ryan had the, I don't know if you watched it, speaking of gay things, I don't know if you watched the Tony Awards this week. No, I missed it. They those. just kind of merged with the LGBT Awards. <laughs> it's just like, it's about a 99% crossover. I don't begrudge people a good musical, but you got to be a pretty gay dude to like be into like Broadway musicals. I begrudge them quite a bit. Well, not uh, for liking stuff. I just, I, I don't think they're good. Uh, musicals, you mean? Yeah. yeah, I don't like when people. Uh, there's something you're definitely. If you like, if you're a guy and you like musicals, you're definitely gay. Straight guys don't like when people break into song all of a sudden. It makes us nervous. There's some sort of some sort of like defensive reflex that happens. Yeah. When people start singing out of the blue. We just want to punch them, right? We just want to start fucking beating them into the ground. Yeah. Well, they're Make also singing really punch-worthy songs yes. that are like really jarring on your ears. You know, if you want to. <laughs> launch into daughter or something. At least it's a little different, right? Well, I mean, like, yeah, it's like someone starts singing Rent, right? I mean, you just want to beat them into the ground until they stop. Just, you just want to make the song stop. Right. Whatever it takes to make the song stop. And I don't believe in weapons, so we have to be punching in the ground until their, their, their mouth no longer works. <laughs> it's just, that's just my instinct. Every time someone does it, I want to run up on stage and just start fucking punching the guy in the kidney until he just shuts up. I don't know what it is. That probably is not normal. Uh, but speaking of, the Tony Awards happened. Uh, Meg Ryan came out at the Tony Awards. She introduced something. I have no idea what it is. All I know is Hamilton, the musical, we still don't know what it is, won every single fucking award. Uh, they invented new awards to give Hamilton and won like 75 awards. Uh, you still can't see the show for less than 2500 bucks. So there's your, there's your common man theme. Yeah. Uh, Meg Ryan came out, the actress. She was pretty hot about 30 years ago and uh, Harry Met Sally and about five other Tom Hanks uh, Romantic comedy movie she made, Joe versus the Volcano. Let's not forget that. That was a good movie. I know. You love those old movie references. <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle with uh, introduced Rosie O'Donnell to the world. Uh, oh. Also, not a good movie. 
Uh, she was pretty good looking. And over the years, she's had a sh- what I would describe as a shitload of plastic surgery. Yeah. Which she says has not happened. But I think it's pretty obvious. She came out at the Tony Awards. This happened with Renee Zellweger a couple years ago. I don't know if you follow women in their 40s and 50s getting plastic surgery like I do. Uh, but Renee Zellweger came out a couple years ago at an award show as well or something. She looked so different, no one even recognized her. Yeah, that was Ma- frightening. Meg Ryan just had, I mean, you can't, like, yes, you get older. Yes, you change with people that haven't seen you in a year. Your cheekbones don't shift by six inches. That just doesn't happen. Yeah, doesn't, you don't just get a different face. No, your chin doesn't change. At, at the age of 50, your chin doesn't start changing shape. Uh, your skeleton pretty much remains, your cranium's going to remain the same till the day you die. It might change, get fatter or skinnier, but the bone structure's not changing. She looked completely different. Everyone started talking about how she had plastic surgery. And then, of course, there was a backlash uh, from her and from feminist bloggers about how it's none of your business. She's just a woman getting older in a tough industry. No one should be talking about this. Uh, shouldn't everyone be talking about this, Matt? Don't we have, as much as she has the right to disfigure her face and, and make herself try to look like she's 20 when she's 55, don't we, the general public who occasionally watches the Tonys that we're straight, don't we have the right to make plastic surgery jokes? Yeah, I mean, people can talk about whatever they want, I believe, and it, I don't see how it's rude. Just well, you to... can't make fat jokes in London, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we acknowledge, like, hey, your face is really weird looking? You know, that's isn't that 90% of what people do now? They share these little news bits, and they're like, hey, look at this funny thing that happened. This fucking cat has a wheelchair instead of legs or something. Oh, yeah, there was, a, there was, a, there was an internet meme about it already that went around. Um, so, I mean, how, how would I possibly ignore having been presented with the photo of Meg Ryan's face, yes. th- that this is not normal. And by the way, I would think if you're into, like, feminist empowerment, I would say maybe to young girls, hey, look at this. Don't do this. You look fucking weird, and you don't have to do this because, you know, you're going to be hot or not. But it's not going to do she thinks she needs to do it to get jobs or get a little more John Cougar Mellencamp cock, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. Uh, <laughs> By the way, John Kerry Mellencamp was uh, banging Meg Ryan a couple years ago, and now he's banging Christy Brinkley. It's well, amazing what a few songs like 30 years ago will do, will do for the rest of your fucking pussy career. I think career. he's got to be a pretty cool guy because I don't think it's his music that's driving no, his popularity. No, he's kind of chubby and not all that handsome. He has bifida. Does he? Yeah. Oh, now I take it back. I'm sorry. I think that's, I, that's probably why he's cool. I just find a Bifford shamed him. That was bad. Yeah, he's, yeah, but he he's pulls good. a lot of fucking tail for that dude. And I think it's just because either, like you said, he's really cool, but it must be somebody those girls grew up in that music in the 80s, and they just see him as a rock star still. Right. Because going to Ma- from Ma- dumping Meg Ryan and go to Christy Brinkley, if you like older women, that's a pretty... Pretty swift move, right there. It's a pretty there. good run. He might actually be overtaking Bon Jovi now because I always thought they were initially the same guy. <laughs> but Bon Jovi's speaking um, of plastic surgery commercials with with the plastic surgery and the weird voice and the bad songs is really creeping me out. Uh, it is creeping. Not as much as Meg Ryan face though. I mean, no. so listen, if someone goes into like this witness protection level, like plastic surgery, where they're changing, like mafia member changes their face, yeah, you have to comment on it right now. You don't have to make jokes, but you got to say, what the fuck? You look radically different than you did six months ago uh, before the, when the bandages were taken off. I mean, was, was someone going to say that you can't acknowledge that Michael Jackson's face is all weird? Because that's one of the weirdest, that's one of the top 20 weirdest things that's happened like in American culture was him turning into a weird looking white woman. It was... <laughs> It's really odd. Well, people are very protective of Jacko, and uh, recently I wrote about you know brought up his child molestation uh, things. Mm-hmm. People are like you shouldn't talk about that anymore. That's really old news, and he's dead. <laughs> well, no, no. If you started fighting fondling kids at his fucking Neverland Ranch, you still get to talk about that. That's yeah. still. I don't care if he's dead, and it was twenty years ago. That's still worth talking about. Yeah, because he definitely did it. 
Oh, yeah. Um, I think he's a eunuch, actually. That's my theory. So I'm not sure how, how much his, his dick works. He was worked. fondling kids in yeah, his bed. Yeah, he was bed. fondling kids. Yeah. You know, but no grown man has other people's kids sitting on their lap or sl- sleeping over. That's just bizarre. That's right away. That's it's I think there's a guilt. small chance he may have enjoyed just sleeping in the same bed with him. But when's the last time you slept in the same bed with a woman and didn't try and do anything? Uh, it was more recently than the last time I slept with a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> had the same thing. Actually, no, I didn't try to do something. Oh, that never happened. <laughs> Her not allowing me to do something, that's like every, that's like every fucking time. Right. I can understand Jacko's fate now. Uh, Meg Ryan has a, disfi- has a disfi- plastic surgery disfigured face. And then all the feminist people are like, whether she's had plastic surgery or not, it's none of your business. And then one of them wrote, more important things are happening in this world. Orlando just happened. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she means the, 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 the massacre at the gay club in Orlando or not just like <laughs> Orlando. Like, can you just drop Orlando as a word now? Is it like fucking like Auschwitz? I mean, is it like something you just drop it and like the whole conversation stops? I think so. It's, so you, it hasn't done a lot to distinguish its, itself as a city, has it? No, not really. Uh, it's the home, home of all the telemarketing, I believe. Uh, so you can't, do, you can't do plastic surgery jokes anymore because Orlando happened? Is that like the you close your your big clothes out like you're an asshole now because people die in Orlando if you make jokes I about hate people to do shit like that because you could really always do that to anyone all the time yes. like if someone was watching a TV show you could just come up and turn the TV off and say why are you watching that there's so much more important shit going on right now yes yes it's a real asshole thing to say it's not even an asshole it's an asshole thing to say it's also fucking just it means that you don't have anything argument to make it's just the end of your argument yeah like it's not of her saying it's not of your business if she's had plastic surgery or not that's true it's not your business people gossip about shit all the time that isn't their business and by the way it's not like you went to her house drove up her driveway fucking walked into her door and then made fun of her face at her at her breakfast table (laughs) she's on the fucking tv she's putting herself out she's on the tony awards and admittedly she didn't think any straight men were going to see her but the gay men are all the people are making jokes because they're fucking brutal well yeah and they're also the ones that consume half of this tabloid bullshit anyway like we're, we're commenting. We've all seen Justin Bieber's fucking wiener. So what? We can't. We can comment on. I turned that, away. I turned not. away. I turned away from that. Uh, it was hard to tell because of the perspective. He's he's probably what five one. He's very short. So are you saying he's well endowed, but for a short guy? Yeah, like it could just be small, but just look big. I don't know. Like my story about Shaq's penis. You think it was like that? That uh, Justin Bieber dick on Shaq would look really tiny. I I think Shaq's dick on Bieber would look awesome. I might, I might look at that. <laughs> he can, he can do that one day. All right, here's the thing, May Ryan. We're you're allowed to. This is. I feel the same way about fat women. Fat women are allowed to be fat, and we're allowed to make fat jokes. Yeah, we can say whatever the fuck we want. You're allowed to. Uh, you're allowed to fucking rip up your face with fucking scalpels to try and stay young in the business, and we're allowed to make jokes about it. Isn't that the best of both worlds? Everyone gets to do whatever the fuck they want. Well, some of these people aren't that into uh, free speech. No. And especially when it's somewhat innocuous. Like, uh, you know, you're making fun of Meg Ryan's plastic surgery. Like, she gives a shit. Um, what, you're still allowed. They really want to take that away. They want to block you. And Well, Meg Ryan, to be fair, said she, she hoped, she didn't mention Orlando, she hoped that people would be past this and would have more important things to talk, discuss about her. And I thought, I can't think of anything else about you, really. I this mean, is number one. <laughs> yes, this is number one. And number two was the fact that you were fucking John Cougar Mellencamp. You're not doing that anymore. So if you go back to fucking John Cougar I'd or like John I'd like to know what it was like to work with Kurt Russell. <laughs> yes, right. I guess. Yeah. Well, should, I, should I speak into that 30 ear you have growing out of your nose now? I mean, that's all people are talking about. That's all they noticed. I mean, that's people are going to notice this shit. You're right. Politically correct culture. This is the theme of today's podcast. It's overtaking us very quickly. I know we're joking about it. 
we make jokes. But it's seriously, it's coming. There's a time when this shit's going to be really real and we're going to have to go underground. And uh, let's not go underground at a gay bar. I just don't want in case I... <laughs> in case it literally is underground, uh, there's a time when we're gonna speech is really gonna be impeded even more than it is now. Where now you're just socially outcast, or people write shit about you on Twitter, or you're like even Kurt Chilly, and Kurt Chilly lost his job for posing the tranny picture. It was a fucking stupid joke, and he's Kurt Chilly, so he's an asshole. But ESPN took his job away for doing that, which is for doing a tranny joke. I mean, that's yeah. Uh, well, he was walking on thin ice, but then you had the other woman that posted some kind of. I didn't get her point exactly. I think it was about Florida. Oh, she was saying that uh, people in the U- people in the U.S. should not. We should not denigrate how uh, Islam handles homophobic. How Islam handles gay people because we have a trouble with gay people in our own country. Right. Which actually made almost no sense because I think it's worse in Saudi Arabia than it is here. Well, not in Orlando. It's pretty bad. But I mean, I think it's actually worse where they execute you for being gay than it is here, where you know people make gay jokes and there are people every now and then that are killed as in Orlando uh, but it's not as bad as there but yes she didn't get fired he got fired for basically making a tranny joke that's coming Matt that's all I'm saying I'm not visiting you in jail <laughs> well if, if you want you could go away for a long time if you want to have children I'd head to the Target bathroom right now <laughs> they tried to do that in Canada remember the chicks tried to have the guy arrested they succeeded in having him arrested actually um, for making the rip jokes, they were threatened by him, even though he never threatened them. He made sexual assault jokes, and so yeah, yeah. they well, were they were kind of funny. He, he it's just, hard to pull off a good sexual he assault. Just tweeted joke, a lot. Can we just agree that anyone that's tweeting a lot is fucking insane on any side of anything? Yeah, uh, I, Twitter is a sign of fucking mental illness. <laughs> I think it really is. <laughs> if you have more, if you tweeted more than six times, you don't operate a business and you're not a celebrity. <laughs> you're you're fucking insane. That's where the fucking that wall we talked about. That's where you're taking the hot Mexican girls and send you off to Canada. Yeah, that's some bad shit. All right, Meg Ryan, uh, put your face back to normal. I kind of liked it before. Do you think you can go back? Are you allowed to go back? Is there a reset button on all those fucking plastic surgery? No. Can you decide after like 17 surgeries, I just want to go back to what I looked like before? Give me the Meg Ryan. Yes. <laughs> she walks in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a photo of herself and splash. Can't plastic surgeries make you look like you and just a better version of you? Nah. They, they always just, have that same, Renee Zellweger, they always have that same looking fucking like scary face. It's, it's always, kind of the secret of plastic surgery that's never gotten out is that it doesn't work. Actually, I mean, it can in very small doses. It never doesn't hold, for sure. It just, uh, we're not there yet. You just got to get old. Yeah. Well, you can do Botox and shit, take all the wrinkles out of your face and have that frozen face. Yeah. I don't get it. It's hard to be a woman, Matt. You'll never know. Maybe someday. All right, Matt, we have a segment uh, you do every week on this show where you read. Uh, we didn't do it last week. We had it off last week, so I hope you read something in the papers. You read a story about... <laughs> Uh, Cameron Bay, a porn star who you thought for sure was a man, because you assume all people named Cameron are men, when actually this is a female porn star. Cameron Bay. By the way, it's a fake name. She's a porn star. It's a fake name. It's not her real name. Well, couldn't she have done a little better than that? Uh, she could have picked a woman's name. Uh, although her boyfriend is gay, let's not forget, so maybe she wanted a man's name to please her, please her boyfriend. When your boyfriend is gay, are you still allowed to call him your boyfriend? Uh, if you can call yourself Cameron, <laughs> I don't see why not. Uh, so your story involves Cameron Bay, who posted a story. It was a tell-all story about the horrors of her working in the uh, porn industry. It's not all... The porn actresses is not all it's cracked up to be, is it, Matt? No, reading this was like uh, the script of Saw or something. It yes. was like the most bizarre thing. She was talking about her time in porn, and she's like, so I go and 
get slapped in the face by these guys' dicks, and then they like injured me, and I had to go to like the hospital. It somebody, was really uh, sad. somebody accidentally, they accidentally, somebody punched her boob, and she got hurt. Like Another reason not to punch. I don't remember. All I remember is like women. Don't you remember that when you were a kid, like you couldn't punch girls in the boob because yeah. they were very sensitive there. I mean, not that you wanted to, but like when you're in eighth grade, it was like that was a taboo. It was like you couldn't punch a girl like in the boob. Oh, because well, it was like, apparently it hurts like hell. I never like really a, thought, hurts like thought about it. I mean, I heard this from a friend. I never punched a <laughs> girl in the boobs. I tried to touch a few, but I never punched anybody. Uh, but she got punched in the boob. She went to the hospital. Yeah, she. Um, Orlando, She's just getting abused. Orlando cons- Major Medical handled 50 uh, gunshot wounds and an injured boob that evening. She's, um, well, you get paid more, I would imagine, to do this. Uh, they get hit. The, uh, what do you call it? SMBD? B, uh, it would be BDSM. I looked it up. I don't know anything okay. about it. Uh, so yeah, where you, you get punched in the face by a cock, yeah, you get paid more. But, you know, at a certain point, too, I guess, it, it does go down the scale of how attractive you are. So if you're just super hot... You just do a movie without getting naked at all. And then once you get a little less hot and dumber, then you start having it. You're talking about the scale of attractiveness? Versus the the hardcoreness of the of the porn that you're participating in. It's it is very it is sad. This is sort of like the scale of lost or injured people killed in tragedies we talked about earlier. Yeah. There is that definitely a scale. And even when people say like she's in a good looking porn star, she's not that good looking. No. You have to look really close. She was not the hottest girl in her high school, which every model and actress it was. Right. She was a girl who uh, like secretly was like smoking cigarettes and was pierced in high school and couldn't wait to get out because her dad was molesting her. And she's sort of attractive in a baseball cap and sunglasses. Yeah, they yeah. And she'll and by the way, she'll take cocks to the face. I don't think, so I think women look flattering in baseball hats. Oh, no, it's it. a disguise. It's, it, by the way, it's the ultimate. I've determined that the baseball cap and the sunglasses is the ultimate swindle because every girl kind of looks the same in them. And you meet girls like at the beach. You meet girls like at bars. And then you, then you get out with the baseball hat and the glasses come off. Yeah. And it is not exa- anything like you thought it was going to out be. they're wearing the novelty hat that yes. comes with the ponytail sticking yes. out the back. It's just not, it's never good. I, I believe that girls who are naturally good looking are not wearing hats and glasses to cover their faces. This was a weird article on many levels. And it's just, you know, I don't know what the answer is. If there needs to be more regulation or if you just admit that when you're doing porn, it's pretty fucked up and weird. Well, I mean... Uh, there was, it rain, her, her injuries ranged from a boob injury, a boob, a boob black and blue, uh, to getting HIV, which is a little more serious. Yeah. But she was, she was having unprotected sex with these dudes. And we talked about this before. Like, you know, it's sad in porn. The one thing you think is going to happen, not happening in porn, you think, you expect you're going to get your tit punched. You don't expect you're going to get a deadly disease, right? Because you're, everyone's supposed to be checked and rechecked and blood tests and stuff like that. And that's sort of the one thing you go into doing this for 500 bucks. So you're not going to get a fucking deadly disease, right? That's That, to me, is like the one thing she's just sort of focused on instead of all the other shit. Yeah, her, that's a good point. Her article was basically like, oh, you probably didn't know this, but it's really fucking shitty to be a porn, porn actress. Right. I guess that. Even when I I'm ass- watching porn, I pour a little out, as it were, for the girls. Yeah, I assume <laughs> it's no walk in the park. No, I assume they're all fucking molested, drug-addicted, whatever, troubled girls who are getting fucked for my enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't escape from that that far. But also, if I was doing porn, and especially doing, you know, like a double double anal porn, for example. Oh, yeah. I would assume I was going to get HIV every, every single shoot that I did, and I would be I'd be surprised when I didn't, really. Well, she said the condoms were optional. She chose not to use condoms on the men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume she gets pressured into that, but if not, then she's really fucking stupid. 
I mean, I wouldn't. I guess you get paid less. I don't know what if I could make it work less if you ask for comms. There's some subtle way the production companies are letting you know you're going to work less if you if you don't go bareback. I'm still not understanding the dichotomy between stripper and porn star because I feel like strippers often make more money than the porn stars, but it seems like a preferable job. Well, I think they, uh, a lot of them do both, don't they? The porn stars go on tour and they strip. Yeah. That was how it was in my day, son. Yeah, but you could go down and let's just say you There's make always Nina, Nina Hartley, Nina Hartley on tour somewhere. And then you realize she was 50. You're like, oh, I don't know. It's just yeah. like, you're getting kind of up, you're kind of, kind of up there. And I, now you're putting your, it's okay when you had camera and makeup and lighting, but now I can see your vagina in my face and it just looks kind of old. Well, that's yeah. a personal, that's I, a I never record. sought out my favorite porn star to watch her strip because, you know, I've already seen the uh, porn. I don't have any delusions that we're going to go have a beer after the show or anything. Uh, punch you, she'll, just, hey, let's have a beer. I'm going to punch you in the tit. I'd be surrounded by the scariest but they brought, men They draw in big. They, they would draw in big people to the strip clubs because guys now are going from TV experience to live experience. And even though they weren't going to date her, they're still in that delusion. Uh-huh. And just a chance to meet or shake hands with or fucking put a $20 bill in the fucking crotch of... A girl they've been beaten to on video for five years. Yeah. It's just overwhelming for a lot of guys. They've spent a lot of money at those places. I guess so. Yeah, it's a different kind of guy. They're going to pay thousands of dollars a night to go there and do those things. They go on tour. I mean, they go on tour from strip club to strip club. But if you're a good stripper, I mean, again, I guess it all depends on how attractive Yeah, that's funny that you say good stripper. <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> I saw a chick that was actually pretty good. She had some good, good moves they all doing? Aren't they all doing extracurriculars for extra money? Yeah, but still, I mean, it's got to be better than, like... This is not Dita Von Teese doing her burlesque show, right? This is, like... Well, at the very least, you can be anonymous when you're turning tricks as opposed to having it documented for your grandchildren. Yeah, I, I, I've met... If you met, I know you've met a few porn stars. Uh, I've met a few porn stars. There's something not connected in their brain. There's just something that, like, is sort of, like... There's some... Not intellectually retarded. There's some kind of retardation going on in their brain yeah. where they've totally disconnected from the fact that what they do for a living is really disgusting. <laughs> like... I think it's like people when we go to war, like after they've been soldiers for a long time, they just fucking shoot people or blow up fucking whatever, and it doesn't mean anything to them anymore. Yeah. They're just completely untouched, unfazed by normal conditions. I think even yeah. fucked a hundred, even fucking ass fucked a thousand times, it's just normalized that you do that for a living. You don't, you go to work at nine, you punch the fucking ticket, you leave at five, in between some dudes have fucking punched your tit and double ass fucked you, and then you go home and get, get groceries. Yeah, I guess you couldn't so. live with that horror. Can you live with that horror? Like, if you're realistic about it, I don't. I don't. I mean, well, you know, the narrative is they are just not sexually repressed and they actually enjoy this kind of thing. But um, I don't believe that. I think those chicks yeah. are fucking uh, their boyfriends in their bedrooms instead of in front of a bunch of uh, yeah. Those chicks are teamsters. finding wealthy men <laughs> to fucking have sex with. Because that way you don't have to fucking get your tit punched. I'm going to say that tit punch until just it goes <laughs> goes out of my mind. It just she got workers comp by the way for the tit punch. Not the HIV was, though. No, see the HIV she got crap because it could not they could not she could not say for sure she got it on set. Uh, which I don't know that seems kind of dubious uh, if you're fucking a lot of dudes on set. Um, but she does have a gay boyfriend by the way. Which is the first thing I bring up in, in the case against the workers comp. Yeah, you yeah. sure you didn't get it from your gay boyfriend? <laughs> Could be possibly true. All right, uh, Cameron Bay, I'm sorry that you're going. Uh, at least you have a legacy. You've left a lot of thousands of hours of porn on YouPorn we can watch for free. So there's that. So feel good about yourself as you enter the next life. All right, our final story tonight, uh, Matt, is my panties in a bunch. I don't want to talk about my panties too much in this uh, uh, sort of edge of, edge of Boys Town bar. 
Um, but they are in a bunch. I'm really pissed about something. This happened, uh, mostly I want to talk about last week, but we, we did not able to do the show last week due to labor disputes. Um, a couple of weeks ago, you and I rejoiced when we discovered that a hot 24-year-old Latina teacher in Houston, Texas, was banging a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. And uh, it was all cool, actually, until she, she got pregnant. But even then, it was even cooler because she went and got, the first thing she did was went and got an abortion. Oh. So she she was like the ultimate, really the ultimate sort of uh, Peter Rast in a way. <laughs> and then like she was sleeping with a thirteen year old student of hers. She was having inviting him, letting him stay at her house, which is a lot nicer than his house. She was having sex with him every single night. She'd drop him off, get him up in the morning, make him breakfast, drop him off at the bus for middle school. Yeah. And then after fucking him like a hundred times, she got pregnant and. He realized he didn't want to have a baby, so she went and had an abortion, which, by the way, I'm sure she paid for. Isn't she, like, the best girlfriend ever? I mean, she's kind of like... Sounds... I mean... The fucking dream girl. She doesn't sound too bad. You know, the it couldn't have been that bad because the kid was 13, he said. Yeah. His family knew about it. Oh, they loved it. I think they were maybe Mexican. Uh, they were probably likely Mexican. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was Latina. She was a teacher. She had a job. Hey, if, if you're Mexican, you immigrated over here, and your 13-year-old son has a 24-year-old girlfriend who's got a fucking $60,000-a-year job? Yeah. And she's let him stay at her house so you don't have 12 kids anymore. It doesn't sound like rape to you. It sounds awesome, <laughs> yes. like you're super proud of it. Yes, like you're hoping this would happen at 16, but at 13, what the fuck? Like when you told the dad that this was illegal, he was probably shot. Like, I'm moving back yes. to Mexico. Yeah, like, and by the way, for the record, the kid's getting an A in my class. This is his first A in the family. It's pretty awesome. But that none of that is what has me pissed off because I think that's pretty awesome. Whatever happens, whenever these stories come out, there's always, oh, 80% of guys, we mostly hear from guys, who go like, where was that teacher when I was in middle school? And by the way, she was there, she just wasn't fucking you. Uh, <laughs> uh, they always go, oh, this is the best high teacher ever. Best. And, oh, before I forget, by the way, that's the same middle school where a teacher got arrested two years ago for giving a lap dance to an eighth grader, a different teacher. Right, right. For his birthday. So let's just call that the best middle school ever as well. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so guys always great. That's awesome. Then there's always a one or two guys, ten guys, whatever, have to say, like, you would not find this funny and amusing, or you'd think this was gross and disgusting if this was a male teacher and a, and a young girl student of his. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, like a bunch of other sissy dudes, let's just call them sissy dudes for short, uh, going, yeah, that's totally gross. That's totally right. This is like, it should work both ways, and it doesn't, then it's disgusting. And I just want to fucking reach to the fucking computer screen, just like I do the people who sing in musicals, and just start punching people. That's a, isn't that the dumbest fucking thing to say, that if you reverse the male and female roles, it would be horrible and gross, but in this case, it's not? Yeah. Well, they're like, yeah, you wouldn't be saying that. And I'm like, I know. I wouldn't be saying that. No. I'd be saying something different. I'd be saying that it's not cool the other way around. Yeah, and I would not be friends with somebody on Facebook who was saying a, a, a 30-year-old teacher fucking a 15-year-old girl was cool. I'd be unfriend them immediately. Can we not admit that there are just some differences, some inherent differences in the genders? And, you know, that's fine. That's not to say we can't have equality, but everything can't be the same. There should be different rules for different instances. Yeah, people say, oh, this teacher, she was very predatory. I'm like, yes. That's so fucking hot. That's awesome. <laughs> that is totally awesome that she was actually looking for young boys to take it, sexually take advantage of. Even better. But it is gross if a guy does it because men and women are, are not the same. The rules don't apply as much as women, feminists want to believe that this world, that genders should be exactly equal. We're not equal. We're different. The genders are different. And there should be different rules, not legally that I mean, women still go to jail. Maybe not legally. But in terms of morally and functionally, there should be different ways men and women are treated. Isn't it? Should that- yeah. I mean, if they just legalize this or look the other way on it, 
I, I think we're doing a disservice because now that they're victims in the eyes of the law, they, they can't be identified. So it'd be one thing if the kid was like a scrawny Doogie house if he looked 11, but he was 13. Yeah. So I feel like this guy's like football player, already got the stash going. You know, like I feel like this guy's for all intents and purposes, maybe like a 16, 17 year old kid. And then, well, the, you know, what's that? He's like LeBron in middle school. <laughs> yeah, like, He's like 6'6, six, six, 240, like fucking like full beard. LeBron could be fucking a 23 year old when he was 15, 16. Oh, I'm no harm fucking done. sure he was. He, in fact, he absolutely, he absolutely was. See, that's what that guy must have got him prostitutes. It is it, this whole idea that men and women should be the same. And we know men, men are predatory creatures by nature. They're fucking horrible, sexually avarice men who will do any do anything to take advantage of women to have sex. Not very rarely is it illegal, but they'll they'll go after. That's why you need the fucking good to go app. Yeah. And the I've been violated app. There's a reason why they have those apps. They don't have them for women. They don't have they don't have, guys don't buy up and violated apps. There aren't guys buying that. Uh, women are much more likely to be uh, violated by men and assaulted by men than the than the reverse. So even those women who's clearly emotionally disturbed because sleeping with a thirteen-year-old is still fucking pretty disgusting. If you pull yeah. back from how awesome you wish it was, and you wish it was you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but it's weird. Yeah, but you don't see women as predatory like that. She probably fucking she made him breakfast. She was driving him to the fucking bus. How she probably she did be, his fucking laundry. How could she be predatory? You know how much she probably had to convince. You think that dude could have picked up on his teacher and convinced her to fuck him? He no. just had mad game. <laughs> no. Like she obviously had to take it real slow. He had no idea what he was doing. You know, first we'll start you off with a hand job in the parking lot. And, and, she, and she met his family, Father. She went to go meet his family and hang out with his family at church services and events, family events. To me, that sounds like the opposite of rape. When I think of rape, it's something that the other person doesn't want to happen. Yeah. And well, this- we do have laws about underage people, and we call it rape anyhow, just because we say some people are too young to consent to rape. And I get that, and I yeah. kind of want to keep the, book, the law on the books for 13-year-olds not being allowed to consent to sex, because in general, I think that's a good law. I just want the fucking dude, the sissy dudes to fucking write me, to stop writing about the fact that if this was a man having sex with a young girl, you wouldn't be, if this, they would say, if this was your daughter, you'd feel differently. I'm like, I would. Although if it was my son, I'd feel exactly the same. How about just take things in proper context and stop thinking in absolutes like a fucking idiot? What if the guy had a 15-inch dick on him? Uh, like Justin Bieber, if he was seven feet tall and his dick grew proportionally to his size? Exactly. I mean, there's just a lot of different things to consider. And the kid, you know, if he was being harmed or taken advantage of somehow or held against his will or his bribed or paid or yeah. extorted. He wasn't nothing. She was doing his laundry, making a breakfast, driving to school. He probably feels terrible now. Oh he, oh, he feels terrible. And by the way, those kids who, when they rat out, and those kids rat out the teacher, those kids, man, like that one kid in Utah, he was, teacher was going around giving all the middle schoolers blowjobs. And he ratted her out. Just yeah. imagine the kind of reception you get at school when you go back to that. Bro. <laughs> Dude, the next guy in line is going to fucking take you out. That was his fucking Why chance. Why did they report it? I feel like a lot of times their mom finds something on the laptop or well, something. Well, they tell, yeah, the texting's really bad. I mean, under, it, look, if, if any underage boys are listening out there, you're having sex with your teacher, destroy the fucking evidence. Yeah. Keep, keep, it, keep it real. Email us. We'll tell you how to, how to get through this, you know. It may be that she had the abortion just to save the criminal, her criminal defense. Because obviously a pregnancy is going to fucking seal your fate on, on fucking statutory rape. Right. But either way, that's the best girlfriend ever. He's like 13. He's like, oh, you're pregnant. How about I, you go down to the clinic, buy yourself an abortion, come back and make me some tacos, man. I'm hungry. It's awesome. Uh, she's the best ever. Uh, stupid sissy people, stop saying that. Uh, I'm going to stop saying the word sissy. I'm going back to fucking tit bunches. 
Matt, you have something you wish to pimp and promote on the show this week? I'm um, on Twitter at Matthew Ralston and other shit. Can people find you at the Surly Goat in West Hollywood drinking? Yeah, we'll be at the Surly Goat. Uh, uh, if people want to challenge you to a fight for all the racist, horrible, uh, sexist things you said this evening, can they come and challenge you to a, to a duel? Uh, yeah, I'm, anyone that's offended by stuff, uh, I'm not really afraid of. Okay, they'll punch you in your man. Outside of like a courtroom or something. Uh, for sound engineer Brian, who, by the way, put together an excellent sound program tonight in our first live event. Uh, good work, Brian. That should go on your top of your LinkedIn, I hope. Uh, thank you to the Surly Goat in West Hollywood. Last Men on Earth. Talk to you next week.